In our previous year, we began discussing a husband and wife's relationships and their obligations, one, the husband's relationships to a wife, and financially. So the Mishnah said, Shalom, if the animal belonged to her, Achatas Thomas, Tikrav, and the oiler should be brought as an oiler, the Shalom should be brought as a shal. Ask the Gemara, Himanala, from where does she have money that she should be able to use it to buy kabanis? Harmit, don't we have a rule? Ask the Gemara, the Mashakan Kanabala, anything a wife owns really belongs to the husband. Amra Papa, so Papa explains that's talking about Shekomtsa Misasa. She held back from her own, what she's allowed to have. We'll explain this much more soon. And that's how she has money. Her, somebody else gave her money, but when that person gave her money, he specifically told her, that your husband doesn't have any right to this money. So here we learn the concept of and in fact, the Rishonim point out, Baruch Lanair points out, based on the Ritva, from here we see that the concept of Masha is Midaraisa. Because if not, how could the Gemara suggest that how does she have something? She has something, Midaraisa, because there is no rule of Masha Kansubala from the fact that our Gemara doesn't, the fact that our Gemara asked this question, we have a raya that Kamashikansisha Kanabala is a din doraisa. I did see that the that the Paiskin point out that Koma that the Masham, an interesting Masham. The Masham says that the din of Kamash Kansishikonabala, even if we'll say that that is a din da there is no such halacha by the Akum. He says a very nice raya based on a Mashab. He says, We know that the Torah says, why should not be invited into Klayusrol? Because they didn't greet us with Lechem and Mayim when we went out, when we were traveling in the Midbar. Now, the Torah, the Mishnah says in many places, that this rule only applies to males, not to females. And the explanation always given in that Gemara is as follows. Really, it should apply to females as well, because they didn't greet us. However, since it's not the way for women to go out, since it's not the way for women to go out publicly, we can't have an issue with them for not having come out to greet us. If not for that, we would have an issue with them. But if everything they own, if they don't own anything... So how can we have an issue with them for not greeting us? They don't have anything to greet us with. From here we see that we don't say by 
but we don't say by Akum, and that's why they had. So this question, if does a woman, does a wife have her own finances or not, is very relevant One place where this question comes up is regarding Purim, Shalach Manas. If we look in the Ramah, if we look in the Ramah, when the Ramah discusses the obligation of Shalach Manas, the Ramah says that the obligation of Shalach Manas, and this is in Simmons' tough Reish Tzadikei, he says the obligation of Shalach Manas is on men as well. The Ramah says, in Simon Tafresh Tzadik Dal Sif Dalid, Isha Chayeves from Matanas Lavyonim and Mishloich Manas Kiish, Isha Tishalach Li Isha. Women are just like men. A woman should send to a woman, a man to a man. But he says, Veloy Behepach Shloyavi Ish Lishloich Lamana. We don't want men sending to women because a man sends to a woman, he may end up sending Shalch Manas to Almana. And then we could have a question of a Suffolk Kedushin. Says the Mangnav Rom. In Sif Cotton and Yudalid, that the minig is that women don't send Shalch Manas, but a woman, and by a woman who has a husband, she doesn't send her own Shalch Manas, and so does the pre say. And the simple explanation of the Magnavram and the pre is that and since she doesn't have any of her own money, so she can't be obligated to give Shalch Manas or Seemingly matanus levyonim as well. The Shvos Yaakov disagrees, and he says if it says in the Megillah, "Kiblo aleim a Yehudim," Yehudim applies to all men, to all Jews, men and women, and women are obligated to give shalchmanus, and so too is the opinion of the. Mishnah and Aruch, that women should give shall the women just like men should give should give shalchmanus. Um, and so too that I see the shalch shuvas shevet alevi chelik tess. Simon Kof Mem Zayin Paskins like Dermot. He says the fact that the women prepare the Shalch Manus, he says since women prepare the Shalch Manus, that's considered as if they're giving Shalch Manus. I also saw that Rabbi Vadya Yosef in his Sefer Chazoyin Avadya on Purim discusses the Shaila. He paskins like the remark that a woman is obligated to give Shalach Manas and even married women even though we're learning women should give their own Shalach Manas using the Svara of Shaf Hain Hoyu Baisanes. The Chazoyin Avadya further 
in that Sefer, when he speaks about Matanus Lav Yoinim, so now there's another Shiloh. And that is, if somebody gives a couple, a married couple, who are unfortunately impoverished and don't have money, and they are Neem, to whom we're giving Matanus Lav Yoinim. We know you have to give Matanus Lav Yoinim to two of Yoinim. So the question is, if you have a couple, a married couple, a husband and a wife, giving the husband and the wife, is that considered that you gave matanus lav yoinim, to ev yoinim, or is that considered like you didn't give it to ev yoinim, because it's not considered like you gave it to ev yoinim, because the husband and wife are considered one, because komash konsishav konabala. Rabbi Vadi Yosef Paskins, that giving it to a husband and a wife, is considered like he gave the two separate avyonim, a very big chiddush. I saw in the sefer Shailos Achuvis, Shailos Achuvis, Mekadesh Yisrael, that discusses the obligation of married women to give shalchmanos. So he says that even if we say that women are obligated to give shalchmanus, like the Ramah, so even though the Paiskim say that we, that one should give more shalchmanus than the basic obligation, a woman, a married woman, should not give more than the basic obligation. Because he says, given that we have the opinion of the Mogan Avram and the pre-Chodesh, that women aren't obligated in giving Shalach Manas. Why? Because Koma Konabalo. And we're not passing that way. As we said, the remorse seems not to passing that way. Mr. Brewer, the Kitsa Shukhanaruch. But as much as to go and tell a woman to give extra Shalach Manas, more than is the basic obligation, that certainly we don't have a right, that we shouldn't do. On the other hand, he paskins, that if we're saying, but we're telling a woman to give shalach monas, so now the question that he asks is, how can we, how, how, is, the, how is she indeed yoitza shalach monas, if So he says, should, should the husband should the husband have to be makna the shalchmanas to her, or should we have like Algamara suggested, um, somebody should give her something that amnashain lebalach boy. So he says that when she that it's understood that a husband and a wife, that the husband provides his wife with all her needs. And one of the needs a woman has is to fulfill mitzvahs. So since a woman has a need to fulfill a mitzvah, and the remark says that one of the mitzvahs that a woman has to fulfill is the mitzvah of Shalchmanis, so the husband, just like he has to give everything else to his wife that she needs to have, Giving her shalach manas is also something that she needs to have, and therefore the husband should provide that 
and therefore the husband has to provide it to the wife. Although, I did see from the stipler that the stipler was makbid that he should have his wife and his daughters who lived at home give shalach manas. But in order to avoid the problem, the what he did was that he was mezaka them the, the food that they would be sending for shalach manas. But you, he can't be mezaka to them on, by himself. He had somebody else pick up that food on their behalf that they should become the owners of that food and then give it to her. We discussed earlier the shaila of if it applies by Akum. So I saw a very interesting shaila that what happened, what happens, Rechmanelitzlon, if a woman, a Jewish woman, is married to a non, if a non-Jewish woman is married to a Jew. And the chametz on Pesach is sold to the not is sold to the non to this non-Jewish woman. If we say so now it turns out that the mechiras chametz accomplished nothing because he, the husband, is the owner of the chametz and he is the Jew. So Degras Moshe in discusses the Shaila, and he says that it's not a problem. Because besides the issue that we raised earlier, that maybe we don't say here it's even better. He says because the halacha obviously does not recognize the marriage of a Jewish woman to a non-Jewish man. So since according to the halacha, this couple is now married, so the concept of Kamashakansishakanabala doesn't apply. And therefore the Mechiris Chametz is fine. Another interesting Shiloh that I saw comes up based on this concept is that we know that on the first day of Sukkot, to fulfill the mitzvah of Dalad Minim, it has to be Mishalachem, it has to belong to you. So now, what happens if a woman wants to... So what happens if a person doesn't have their own Dalai Minim? So we know, we're makna to them, matona manas But if there's a concept of called masha konsisha, konabala, so if you're going to give the Dalai Minim to the woman, with a matona manas it doesn't become hers. It becomes... The husband. So the whole Kenyan doesn't work. And therefore, very interestingly, the, the Bikura Yaakov says that if a woman wants to be Yaitza Dalad Minim, with Dalad Minim that don't belong to her, she can't be kind of them. Her husband has to be kind of them, and then she could get it from her husband with the matana menas and then the husband will give it back to the person who gave it to her. But she doesn't have the ability to be kind of something herself. The Paiskim also discuss another Shiloh. 
what happens if a woman goes to the store and buys something? So if the husband didn't know about this purchase or doesn't agree to the purchase, how will the purchase work? So the Pais can say that really she shouldn't have the right to make this purchase. However, the Pais can say the reason the reason um, it works is for a new reason based on a shach in Chayshe Mishpat Simen Tzadik Vov Sifkot and Tas and Nesivis in Simen Tzadik Vov Sifkot and Yudalaf called Takonos Ashok. If the halacha will become that every time a woman purchases something, her husband says, well, I don't agree to this sale, then nobody will ever, then the entire market will collapse. And when there's a concept of Takonos Ashok, that even though technically we should say that a wife should not be allowed to buy anything, because we don't say so.